0: hey folks and welcome to another episode of podcraft this is the show all about podcasting from launching your show to monetization and everything in between i'm colin gray from thepodcasthost.com joined ably by matthew mclean as always how are you doing matthew
1: don't know about ably but you're certainly joined by him so uh, <laughs> yeah he's here he's here no he's ready to go um, okay. it, was, it was good to good to get back on the mic and have a wee catch-up, because it's been a few weeks I reckon, so yes, how are
0: indeed. you? I'm good, thanks, yeah, not too bad, all planning for uh, for getting home in the next couple of months as well, so um, yeah, I think we've mentioned... to leap, Yeah, indeed, I try to get back, so not as easy in today's world, but I'll make it, I'll manage, hopefully, hopefully anyway, fingers crossed. <laughs> cool, so what you want to talk about today, Matthew? This was your proposal, what's your, uh, what's the idea
1: yeah, so I I've been um I try and keep up with the podcasting news for obvious reasons and uh it just seems like it's been a very busy time the last, I don't know, six months maybe. Um and I've I've had this these moments uh, now and then where I think like, is this becoming overwhelming to keep up with um, we'll, we'll dive into exactly what, you know, these these stories and situations have been, but you start to wonder to yourself like if we don't keep up all this stuff will your podcast like fall off the radar will you fall <laughs> behind in that and then you think about like podcasting as you know it's sort of 15 years old now and I always come back to it's the same basic principles today as it was at the very start isn't it like you know you you identify who you want to reach with your show Uh, You set your show up, you create it sustainably, you show up consistently, you make your show easy to find, easy to subscribe to, uh, and you're clear on where you want to go. And that's really, that's the key things that remain the same today as they did right at the very start, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) I do the same. Like, I I try and keep up with it. It's one of those things you kind of feel like you should, doesn't it? Like, because we're, partly because we're in the industry, but partly because you're you know as a podcaster you just kind of you're really interested in it too like you really love the medium so you want to kind of keep up with what's going on and and I don't know I'm the the same with any other thing that I do as well like I want to try the shiny new things and I've kind of I don't know I grew out of that in podcasting a long while ago like I remember when I remember quite specifically when you remember when the live streaming stuff came along like Meerkat and Periscope and stuff like that (laughs) <laughs> um and and we've got a kind of new version of that coming along as well. I think you've got that down in the show notes that we quick chat about Clubhouse as well, actually. But I remember those mm. audio ones back in those days and getting really excited about it and thinking like, oh yeah, I want to try these out. I want to try these out for my podcast and and see if I can I can do some live and then turn it into a podcast and 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 all that kind of stuff. And and there's many other ones along the years, but in the past two or three years, I just haven't really tried any of it. <laughs> I, I've I've looked into it. I'm certainly not a, a luddite, like kind of avoiding it or or deliberately um kind of poo pooing these things. But I just kind of I look into them and pretty much I don't know everything I see. Not everything that's unfair, but most of the kind of new things that come along, I just think ah it's all hype. I don't know. I'd, I'd I'm kind of I'm I'm becoming a later adopter because I'd rather see that someone's going to stick around before I spend a lot of time putting into it because partly because of the whole like there's still so much that we can do with the stuff that we've got as in our blog and our podcast like i mean there's still tons of blog posts that we could write isn't there (laughs) Mm, It's it's not like we've covered the whole gamut of writing yet so you have the option of spending half a day putting it into some new tech, new gadget, new thing, new trend, or half a day writing a good blog post that you know will reach quite a lot of people because that's kind of what we do well. So that's, I don't know, that's how I think about it these days. I I prefer to double down on the things that I know are working the things that I know are established and and if that makes me sound kind of old-fashioned and fuddy-duddy I'm kind of happy with that now because I guess (laughs) we've proved that it works relatively well and I've seen so many people put so much time into growing a following on Periscope and Meerkat which then disappear entirely and that effort (laughs) is totally gone
1: (laughs) yeah and that that's a i mean the first thing really to dive in is well just to touch on this sort of the apple versus Spotify wars that seem to have kicked off the past yeah. few months <laughs> um and all the headlines but you're right, like it's um your podcast doesn't or shouldn't rely on any single third party platform, be that you know itunes slash apple whatever we call them nowadays um they're the most famous example, but really. A podcast should be able to exist even if they went away. Like that that shouldn't be the one single place you focus on. All these new platforms that pop up will touch on Clubhouse as well. But yeah, you're saying back in the day you had Meerkat and Periscope and all this, and it was like, oh, you need to be on there, you know, <laughs> that's where you need to be now. Yeah. And how long does that really last? You Aye. know. So you always have to come back to like I said at the start, you know, you know, you know why you're doing this, you know who you want to reach. You make it sustainable, you show up consistently, yeah. uh, you make your show easy to find, no matter what platform people <laughs> are using at that moment in time. So so the Apple's Spotify stuff, just in case you are completely new to this, it's just um, to touch on it that near since the birth of podcasts and iTunes slash Apple was the the big place that you got your podcasts. Yeah. And they obviously did a lot of work to, to bring podcasts into the mainstream. Don't think they but, actually but, created but it did as they, as they would. <laughs> well, well, if you've, I, I suppose you could make a point about that, but I mean, I what, what's, that, your, what's your, what's sort
0: Yeah, sorry, I was going to say that like, you're right. They they did a bit of work at the start, obviously, to build the kind of initial structure of it, and they they put out iTunes, and that was the whole basis for it. And we absolutely there's a huge thanks to Apple for basically starting it, but they didn't really do anything to the industry for. 2005 to i don't know arguably even to 17 18 19 whenever it was hmm. when it was what year did the the apple podcast app become default on iphones
1: yeah i that reckon you're like, going back to possibly 15 um yeah
0: maybe it was so it's uh, been I, a wee while now yeah anyway they 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 did they didn't do a lot for a good decade or so um anyway sorry yeah there's an argument about that i I, you could argue that they didn't do very much you could argue that they're the entire father or mother of the whole genre um but yeah they they certainly could have done more (laughs) but yeah they're 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 diving into a wee bit more now though aren't they is that that's what we're going to get into here did you actually mention the title of this episode just about what has changed in podcasting that's what we're going to kind of look into
1: um i didn't but you've done that for me (laughs) um so I so so Apple are around uh since nearly day one. And yeah, they they maybe sit in coast for a bit and then yeah. they do a couple of things that that does definitely help podcasts and like that default yeah. app on the iPhone made a yeah. huge difference. Don't think anyone yeah. could argue against that. But no, yeah, definitely. recently um or I say recently, again going back maybe four or five years ago, Spotify announced they would get into podcasting. They come into podcasting they, they kind of let the dust settle a bit. And just in the last sort of year or two, they've really started throwing the cat amongst the pigeons just with, you know, things that they're going to start doing. Um, they signed Joe Rogan, who's the, you know, probably the most famous podcaster on the planet they do a lot of other exclusive content and i know there's there's arguments about well is that a podcast anymore cuz rss and stuff like that and i don't know that we need to get into minutia like that um but at that point apple seemed to take notice that the their position as the unchallenged big leader here is is in danger so they 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 recently start announcing uh, new features as well so how it seems to be sitting at the moment is that um, both of them are going to provide podcasters the opportunity to to sell content or to do premium content. Uh, so as a podcaster, you'll be able to basically have subscribers. See, this is another thing that they're they're coming out with now. You know, it's not a subscriber anymore. It's a follower because yes, a subscriber yeah. is going to be somebody <laughs> who's paying for it. Um, so there's that whole thing. Um the reward now that's going to maybe take a few years to bed into the mainstream. Um, most people probably don't care, to be honest. But
0: I don't think, yeah. no <laughs> The average person doesn't care at all, do they? They just want people to listen to the show. Um But sorry, yeah, go on, go on, absolutely.
1: Yeah, so we're, we're reaching this point now where people are possibly going to have a decision to make if they want to do premium content. I mean, up until now, uh, if you want to do premium content, the most obvious place... To do it, to me anyway, seems to be Patreon. Um, but that is a bit of a roundabout way because sometimes you, know, you might need to... I've not dipped into Patreon for a couple of years, but I'm assuming you still have to upload private content within Patreon. So you're kind of doing two different uploads.
0: I, th- I think the reports at the moment are that you'll still have to upload separate content to Apple. So Apple are going to host the private stuff. I think there's a lot of this. There's a lot being made around the the subscription stuff brought in and i think i think it is a big move from apple i think it will make a huge difference i think the fact that, that i mean the apple store is enormous it's it's long been made the fact that the that apple customers are just way more likely to pay for things in general so the i mean apple users um the kind of the the um the, the kind of box what is it the the usual thinking the normal thinking is that there's way more android users out there but it's still worthwhile building your app for ios because a far higher percentage of ios users will are willing to pay for apps in the app store than people are on android phones so it just it, like people just they're happy paying money on ios they're happy getting into the app store into the podcast store, whatever it is and just paying a few pounds like a few dollars those kind of micro payments so i think it will it will make a big difference it's a great thing to do. and it's kind of a i mean there was so much growth around this anyway like how many how many podcast hosts had come out with their own private podcasting just before this Eh, in the last year i mean mm-hmm. can you, how many can we name but that's made a big deal of it who else is there
1: Captivate transistor have yeah. been doing it for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah. And I reckon there'll be more than
0: that. Yeah, Podbean have got quite a big one as well, haven't they? Podbean do a yeah, lot for enterprise right. customers too. So there's four at least, and then you've got other, plat- like sp- other platforms like Supercast and places like that that kind of do it in a bit more of a specialised way. So there's all these places, and they're obviously getting demand. Um, unless, unless you know, they're just going kind to of follow the crowd, which I doubt. Um, and we I and mean, we've heard murmurings from our own audience as well, but people asking about it, and we've got some private podcasting articles that do reasonably well. So there's definitely demand for it. So yeah, Apple getting into it makes a huge difference. But it's just funny. The I mean, did you, how long was it between Apple announcing theirs and then Spotify announcing? Oh, uh, we're about to announce this as well. Give us a couple of days. <laughs> it was like right yeah. away, wasn't it?
1: And uh, you're right as well about the the hosting. Yeah, I don't know why I don't know why I was not like me to talk rubbish, Um, (laughs) but I was aware of that. Yeah, that you you you're uploading your premium stuff to Apple because that was one of the things when I saw that initially. um, I was thinking, does that mean they will just get into hosting? And I don't I don't think they will. I don't think they will go all the way into it because. Would would hosting, would that not require quite a lot of customer service? And yeah. as far as I know, yeah. that's not what Apple are very famed for. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, I think I think selling subscriptions is just like really what they do just now with apps. So it's a small mm. jump. It's not much different from selling a subscription to, you know, Cam meditation app, which they do right now. Um and the customer mm-hmm. service on that is is next to zero because <laughs> you can't get in touch to ask for a cancellation, even if you want to. Um mm. So yeah, it would be a different service entirely. It's building out hosting too. So yeah, I don't think the hosts have getting to worry about there, but you never know. You never know. Spotify, I mean, yeah, sorry, go on.
1: I was just gonna say one of the final things on this, um, before we just wonder what this means for the average podcaster. But there, <laughs> there was a lot of issues with Apple as well. Um yeah. the Apple Podcast Connect is, which is a Area that you've been able to log into for years and get some useful data mm-hmm. uh, from Apple-specific platforms. I, I, you know what? And I very nearly, on the day, I very nearly logged into it when I read this on Pod News about <laughs> the update and that. I very nearly logged in, and then I heard all the issues yeah. people had retrospectively. But right. I don't know why I didn't log in. I thought, I'll, I'll leave it now because I'll go yeah. down this weird rabbit hole and I'll end yeah. up like an hour will pass. So I just yeah. left it um, right. innocently. And then yep. it turned out that like the world ended for half the people that went in because the <laughs> podcast went offline and everything. Yeah, if um, logged in. So, yeah. So I've still not I, logged in, and I don't. I don't know that I will now. Might <laughs> just <leave> it. <laughs>
0: Not worth the risk. Yeah. that's another one I find, and I. I, I don't know. I'll, I could probably get some abuse for this from some of the people in the industry, but I. I don't know what. I don't know. I mean, obviously, Apple should offer a good service here and obviously it's not a great thing that they have messed up that service entirely. Um but was anyone paying for it? Like none of us are paying for that. There's no mm. there's no kind of like the I don't know the outcry around it was absolutely massive. And I can't remember the last time I used it. Like the only reason to use podcast connect these days is if you're submitting a new show, which people don't do. I suppose some people working with clients, there's an argument you might want to get in a lot more often. Um, and actually, to be fair, there were a fair few people who reported, like you said, their podcast disappeared altogether, which is genuinely bad because Apple have committed to offer this service on which people have built actual livings. Like people are not living out of it. Um, and mm. it is a it is a pretty, it's a massive deal if they, that then goes down and that person's living disappears. Yeah. Um, but it's an, it's just another one of those, like just the kind of other side of the coin. It's another one of those, like nobody's paying for it. It's a service that Apple puts out there for free. And I don't know, it, there's always a risk. Like if you build build anything that relies 100% on somebody else's platform and podcasting right now, um, it doesn't depend 100% on somebody else's platform because people... Um, didn't disappear from the podcasting world. Their podcasts were still live. Like people who mm. had a subscription could still listen to the show. So it wasn't the ma- most massive disaster in the world. It was just like you couldn't get new subscriptions. So yeah,
1: on that one platform. Or exactly. Well, yeah. did, did it affect? I don't know if it affected the other apps that are pulling from Apple. do know. Done,
0: yeah, might have done. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I don't know. It kind of, it made me think as well. Did you see the reports more recently about um, the competition between, not competition exactly, but the comparison between Apple and Spotify in terms of listening numbers as well?
1: Yeah, and the dubiety about it because of the, you know, the the figures that Libsyn report versus what Buzzsprout report. And um, I I liked um, James at Pod News' perspective on it. Um, I think he had quite a good... Um, I'll link to that in the show notes. Just yeah, his I report was good. Paraphrase them; I'll yeah. do it wrong. But I think the yeah. way he's thinking about it, it sounds right to me, mm-hmm. um, as yeah. a bystander.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. To to summarize, from what I took from it was Buzzsprout are reporting much higher Spotify listener numbers than Libsyn are. But the kind of one of the easiest ways to explain that is that Buzzsprout is growing much quicker than libsyn right now um he reported and this surprised me actually the difference he reported i think that buzzsprout had added twenty thousand something new podcasts in the last few months was it few Mm. six months one month you could correct me on that but anyway in in a certain period buzzsprout had added about twenty thousand new subscribers and new uh, podcasts whereas libsyn had only added a few thousand so it was like a, a magnitude difference 10 times difference ish um so buzzsprout obviously has a lot more new podcasts on it and the argument is that spotify tends to include newer podcasts because if you have an old old established podcast you might not have submitted it to spotify but if you have a brand new podcast then you'll submit it to everywhere so you're mm. more likely so basically buzzsprout is more likely to have more spotify listening listened shows so so that actually the comparison is likely to be somewhere between Like, if you look at all the podcasts in the world right now, it's probably somewhere between Libsyn's numbers, which is one of the oldest hosts, and Buzzsprout's numbers, which is one of the newer ones. Um, Although Buzzsprout's not new by any means, but certainly it's picking up a lot of the most new podcasts that are being established right now. So, yeah, I think we're getting pretty close, though.
1: I think the stat that James mentioned, it was some mental like uh, only like 60% of Buzzsprout users are in Apple. Uh, which is mad but the reason being that they make it so easy to get on all the other platforms that you can see that a lot of people who are completely new to all this yeah. You know they submit everywhere, and then they find this one place that there still is extra hoops to jump through, and they just yeah. think, "Ah, not bother with that one." Yeah, um, yeah, totally. But yeah. you could see why that would happen. So I
0: know, I know. It's it is funny. I find sometimes the the kind of um, the outcry, the people that tend to create the outcry are the ones that have been around in the industry the longest, and who are maybe most tied to traditional methods potentially. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. So they're kind of like how do how do people not know that that you know why, why are people not submitting to apple and i'm like well you know if if somebody comes into podcasting brand new there, there's no reason they should know that apple was the yeah. kind of origin of it there's no reason they should associate podcasting with apple even though that's what the name comes from they don't know that so yeah i, th- I think we talk to a lot of new podcasters and that gives me i feel like we get a decent perspective on what people think now um, especially mm-hmm. through Alatoo, like a lot of people that come to Allatu are just they're a different breed of person altogether to the type of person that we used to talk to you know three four or five years ago that used to come to our website like five years ago the people that came to the podcast host and talked to us about production and stuff like that they knew what a podcast was didn't they they were already deep mm-hmm. into it more often than not these days people come to alitude and they're like. I- i'm not actually entirely sure what a podcast is but i know that people are making audio and they can make like this basically this radio show online that's what i want to do how do i do that yeah <laughs> I'm like brilliant i love it I, you just want to get your message out you want to get your voice out that's excellent that's what we can help with um and they, yeah they don't have a clue they don't have a clue what apple spotify they just want to get their voice out there so it's it's interesting
1: <laughs> i look at like because i i'm i'm sort of About bang on ten years since the very first podcast episode I ever uploaded. Really, Um, (laughs) and back then, you know, when I look back, and it was just like because I I knew a couple of pals who'd um, created a a film podcast. Yeah. And it was audio drama that I was listening to and we started yeah. making one and I needed to know how to publish it. And yeah. I had stuff on like SoundCloud, MixCloud, but I wanted to, quote unquote, do it properly because I wanted it to be in iTunes because that just seemed like you know, that's <laughs> where you get podcasts. Yeah, that's when it's a real show. I, I know because <laughs> the shows I was listening to, that I was downloading them from there onto the iPod and all that. So mm. it was just like. You know, it wasn't even in question. It was just like, how do I get this on iTunes? That's all I needed to do, as yeah, far as I was yeah, concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, there wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't spot, there would have been other places you could listen, but I'd never really mm. heard of them. Um, mm. And like you say, it's it's just so different now. Um, yeah, and for the yeah. better, I think, because Aye. that that was, that was, you know, it was really difficult to listen to stuff back then. It was difficult to upload it. Yeah, um, yeah
0: yeah yeah for so sure i think we're yeah. in a
1: better place now yeah definitely. Um,
0: and it, it and, does and, sorry it does come back to that you know you mentioned um in passing the, the rss thing as well like whether joe rogan's podcast is still technically a podcast because it's not open rss and all that kind of stuff i don't know there's a lot of people get quite pedantic about that stuff as well like what is it this isn't really a podcast because it's not you can't subscribe to it in this place and this place and I can see the argument from a, a, just a pure kind of definitional point of view. But I think it almost holds us back, holds the industry back if people, if, if we try and hold too tightly to that. I mean, mm-hmm. surely we should take advantage of new opportunities, of new ways of getting it out there. And again, going back to these people, the growth in podcasting is coming from people that, don't have a clue what came before don't give a shit what came before just want to get their voice out there into the world um and they don't care whether it's they don't care about an rss feed or whether that's what defines a podcast or not if they buy into the name podcast then brilliant but um if it's if if the podcast if podcasting evolves into just audio subscriptions via a completely different medium that's not going to make me sad (laughs) i don't care how it's delivered as long as we get to help people put their voices out there and create great audio and create great stories and all that stuff i think that's the important part surely
1: yeah and i I think that that's a good summary like how does this all affect or what does this all mean for the average podcaster i would say you know keep keep your eye on this stuff but don't don't get too swept up in it don't feel compelled to dive into brand new things the moment they're released and if anything we've seen with that apple farce that you're maybe better sitting back for a couple of weeks and letting some <laughs> other folk do that um yeah. so keep keep your ear at the ground but like i said just remember like your shows yours it's independent all this stuff and it's not reliant on any of them or at least it shouldn't be um so just keep keep those sort of basic principles in mind. Keep turning up for your own audience and take up or take take advantage of these services once they're established and once it's clear that they're here to stay. Yeah, um sure. certainly the, the premium content stuff sounds really interesting. It'll be a lot it'll be very exciting for a lot of people. Uh and what I would say just to to sort of keep up to date with that, we've got an article on how to sell podcast episodes which is going to be due a wee update anytime now once more details of these services become clear but you'll find that at thepodcasthost.com forward slash sell and that's s-e-l-l not sell as in a jail cell
0: <laughs> Good clarification. Um, yeah, yeah, I just realised. I hope I didn't sound too don't sound too cynical over all that all that previous stuff. Because you sound I don't like to... a bitter
1: old man who's <laughs> been doing this for far too long.
0: Because <laughs> that's not how I feel at all. Actually, I I, I think I'm kind of cynical about the cynicism this almost. About people shooting down Apple for making changes and and messing it all up, um, and in many ways they should be held accountable for for not <laughs> being a bit more reliable. To be fair, um, but. I don't know I, I I am excited I'm really excited about all the changes that are coming around right now and there's so many cool things and and great opportunities for podcasters and people who just want to tell stories and just talk to people and there's so much cool stuff that come, that's coming along and I do enjoy playing around with the new shiny things as much as anyone else I'm just a bit less um, uh, eager to put like hours and days of time into it from our, our kind of business perspective but I still enjoy playing around with them from a a fun perspective so yeah definitely still uh, exciting times.
1: <laughs> so m- moving away from from those two, uh, I think, anyway, so one other thing that I, I reckon we've seen in the past few years is mm-hmm. more of a consolidation of, like, if we go back a few years ago, you might have had various different uh, pieces of software, various different accounts that you used for all the aspects of podcasting, somewhere to record, somewhere to edit, somewhere to upload, yeah. you know, uh, somewhere to track stats, and Um, Are we seeing now companies that do this sort of thing? I mean, we could look at hosting as the the big example here, just trying to pull all of this stuff and and offer more of an all-in-one service. Do we think that that's what new podcasters are, are essentially going to be looking for going forward?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's probably uh is it a trend in any industry that, you know, businesses start to be successful in a certain vertical and so they expand into other verticals, you try and include more features and it's kind of the downfall of some businesses and and the success or the escalation of others, I guess. Um yeah, but definitely there's, yeah, hosting companies, including um, advertising is one of the, so hosting companies going into monetization. Um, there's call recording companies doing more in terms of audio processing. There's like us, Alatu started out as just a production and editing platform. So it was just to help people edit and create their podcasts. And we built out a call recording recently as well, which is arguably a kind of one of the three, another one of the three verticals. You've got recording, editing. And publishing so we do call recording and editing now and that kind of made sense i think because the two go so closely together so yeah for sure like what what are your favorite examples there have you seen some good ones
1: i think um just some of the stuff that the hosting platforms have been doing is pretty cool um mm. you know there's been a lot of stuff come out at uh, platforms like particularly ones that spring to mind they uh, captivate buzzsprout and podbean Mm-hmm. Um, they're always doing cool stuff. What one of the things I do often wonder though is that, like, I mean, I'm, uh, like I say, I've been, I've been doing podcasting for a wee while and kind of know my way around most hosting platforms. And new features come out, and I think that looks really cool. And then I never ever use it. Um, I'll tell <laughs> people about it, but I, yeah. I often wonder how many bells and whistles are literally just that. You know, they're great yeah. features. They'd be really handy to use, and most people just don't. Um, I don't know. You know, I could be totally wrong with that. These things could be very well used, but um, no, yeah, it's just I think ab- I've noticed with me.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I, I think a lot of the... I think there's a lot of pressure on particularly hosting companies because hosting's actually such a simple... <laughs> i'm gonna get uh, like albin and, and mark and all them from the from Captivate and buzzsprout are gonna shout at me for this but hosting is a relatively simple service <laughs> upload your audio get the episode uh, artwork in there uh, get the metadata right and put it out there to the world maybe add on a few things like a website might be argued to be kind of uh, necessary but anything beyond that it's like it's kind of it's it's gravy isn't it as they say um mm. so there's probably a fair bit of pressure to add in more stuff uh, partly to feel like you're growing partly to partly to feel like you're progressing but maybe also the differentiation so even if customers never use um, feature A or feature B the fact that it's on your website as a a different thing from the other hosting platform maybe that maybe that's a maybe it's a benefit even if it's never used because it draws people to it even if they never get to the point of of implementing it, I wonder. It'd be interesting to see the stats, wouldn't it?
1: And it must be this tightrope to walk too, because a lot of the, you know, the more modern uh, hosting companies pride themselves on that simplicity that, you know, your your grand should be able to come in here to the to the interface and know how to use it and know how to publish an episode. Yeah. So it's a bit of a tightrope, I suppose. That on the one hand, yeah, that's your priority. Yet On the other hand, you want to be seen to add to be adding new things that really or should be useful to podcasters. Um, Yeah, yeah. And also, you don't want somebody signing up and saying, "There's literally too much stuff here. I I don't know where to start. You know, I don't know what to do at all. Should do? Do I have to do all this stuff? Um, So, yeah." Online,
0: I, I suppose. Yeah, totally. One of the interesting—I mean, I think there's always going to be that kind of building of new features. So a lot of the platforms are always going to be building new things, because um, that's kind of what you do as a product creator. But I wonder—I mean, you could you could either get some platforms that um, that decide not to deliberately keep things simple, like Anchor. I mean, Anchor—what has Anchor built anything new into into itself since Spotify bought it over?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Not sure.
0: I don't know that Anchor has changed in any way since Spotify bought over, to be honest. I'm not sure if they, was the advertising then before that? Possibly. I don't even know. But yeah, Anchor is one that certainly hasn't changed. It's just pure simplicity, isn't it? So that's a funny one, I guess. But the, yeah, the other, the other part I find interesting is that there's more consolidation in terms of um, acquisitions. So there's been a fair few acquisitions over the last Um, 12 months to 18 months and more small stuff as well like you 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 see the big ones like Spotify buying over um, Anchor for example and they bought a hosting company was it Parcast they bought over was that what it was Uh, and then iHeartMedia bought over a couple of things as well so you have some of the giants buying over some other relatively big companies but then you've got smaller ones happening now as well like I think in the last couple of years, there's been quite a lot of individuals. So like um, the indie hackers, because um, there's a huge kind of movement in that space, like people, developers who um, also have a bit of marketing uh, clout um, or have a bit of an audience that build a product, push it out there and, and grow a bit of an income, but it stays small enough that it can be bought over for <clears throat> for only you know six figures. Mm. um and there's been a bit of that recently like um it was pod Podchase. Podchaser pod bought over two separate tools didn't they they bought was it pod rover pod so pod rover, yeah. bought pod rover uh, and i would i would i would gamble that that was like i don't know i can't imagine that was more than a couple hundred thousand dollars or something like that because i don't think pod rover from what we I could be way off here. This is a total guess, <laughs> but I would have guessed like a couple of hundred thousand dollars. If, even if that, maybe even less than a hundred thousand. I don't know. No idea really, but I'm guessing it was a much smaller acquisition than the kind of, you know, few million that you get for a, a big hosting platform or even tens of millions for like anchor and the like. So mm-hmm. I think there's more of that going on, like individual developers who've built their own little product that might sell it out for, you know, hundred thousand dollars and join the team. And actually it's more of a, it's almost more of an aqua hire. So you're hiring the person, but getting a wee product that they bring along with them. and, mm. and there's probably a fair bit of opportunity for companies like that, for, for consolidation like that over the next year or so, I would say as well.
1: Yeah. I am um, just thinking as well, like Libson they'd bought um, it was an ads, a company that will help you do your ads and uh an editing um software yeah, as well yeah,
0: yeah yeah one that almost so, pretty much went out of business actually but libsyn bought it over yeah is
1: that the one called OxBus?
0: that's the Ox, one
1: <laughs> you know what? this is a tangent but there's a company now <laughs> called odyssey mm-hmm. and it looks when you read it like audacity because it's au and oh, yeah.
0: it,
1: every yeah. time i read about them i'm like why why are audacity making a? <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's just i don't know like who came up with that and thought it would yeah, be okay? Because, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I I just I can't well, see their can't see their own name when I read it. So
0: yeah, totally. Well, there's an interesting one too. Audacity, like Audacity, is not technically podcasting, but it's like a huge part of podcasting because it's it's always been a tool that people recommend. It's always been a tool that people use, and it was bought over by who? Who was it bought that over again? I can't remember now.
1: I I saw it, and I've not really dug into the ins and outs it. and i don't yeah. really understand how it could have no. been because it's open source and that so i, I don't know don't
0: no, really that's get a it. funny one to me as well yeah totally like i don't know i don't quite get the um yeah i don't quite get the what do we call it the, the business premise behind that It's <clears throat> so like just these music
1: somebody's bought cosplaying and they, they're now uh, deciding what happens with it going forward don't know why that's my example maybe it's cuz i'm just batman <laughs> right now <laughs>
0: that's the one um pro sound network that's who bought it over it says here so do you Muse think they Group. just
1: came out and said we've bought this and they haven't <laughs> and it's just some sort of let's
0: see how this goes <laughs> some joke yeah i i don't know i mean i suppose it's got a huge audience behind it audacity so there must be a premise there must be a principle or they must have an aim somewhere along the way that they they help develop this tool that probably millions of people use and that helps them upgrade some of those users up to maybe one of their paid products or not sure not sure but anyway that's yeah if, if audacity starts to get a facelift if it starts to improve and get a bit better that could i mean that could make a difference to the ecosystem be quite good so yeah who knows but yeah i think i think we'll see a lot more of that in the near future um and i mean there's even there's even a couple of opportunities um can't really share the details but that we've been looking at recently like just i don't know yeah we've seen a few tools developed by individual makers that you know it could be quite a nice addition to either Allity or just go quite separately, like just someone entirely different that suits the audience. Ah. I mean, we've got so many people that come along to the podcast host um, looking for help. If we can add more tools to that catalogue, yeah, we should. So I don't know. I, I see a lot more of that in the future.
1: Yeah, Ality, too, when we buy Spotify It'll be interesting yeah. to see the, yeah. the sort of price yeah. that we get from that. Yeah,
0: so. Dan- Daniel's holding out at the moment. We're we're negotiating on the last hundred million, but um, yeah, it's, it should close soon. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, exciting. Times <laughs> around. Um, I, I suppose we're, we're, this is one we've kind of touched on already, but the thing with Clubhouse. Um, so I've yeah. I've never used it. I've never used it. And yep. I was totally reminiscent, like you said before, about back in the day with the, the Meerkat and Periscope <laughs> and all that. It was like, you know, this this is the new thing. Um, yeah. And, of course, they, they they quickly went away. And I think um, with these platforms, again, a lot of people just want to dive on them really early and focus loads of attention on them. And it's almost this hope that there's just suddenly this huge audience out there just waiting, you know, <laughs> captivated, waiting for you to come along and, and just scoop them up, you know, thousands of people. Um, yeah. And it's it's rarely, it's rarely like that. In fact, it's never like that. Um, yeah. And I wonder that that's why people get really distracted and go and dive into these things. Um, yeah. And I'm th- not saying that. It, it,
0: sorry. What? I was just going to say, I think it, uh, Yeah. There's there's a couple of things there, isn't there? There's like there is there are examples of like people getting on a platform super early, and because of that, they get lots of exposure and they can grow a bit of an audience. But I mean, you still need to be good. Like (laughs) I would argue that even if you were on Clubhouse early and you managed to get a lot of extra exposure just because you were one of the first people, um, well, firstly, if you were on early, then you had a much smaller audience to to reach because. It was, such, it was so slowly gated and a lot of these things are. But secondly, if you're good enough to capture the audience, you still need to be good. You still need to be engaging. You still need to have good content, good planning, good speaking skills, all that stuff. And that means that your podcast probably would have um, been doing well already anyway. Mm. Um, but if you already have a really good podcast, it's, uh, it's maybe a good way to reach people and engage with them more. Um, although, there's all there's been live broadcasting for as long as we remember so yeah i don't know i never got it i again cynical old man. <laughs> like i'm just not i'm never i'm never in a position during the day where i can be sitting and there's a notification comes through in my phone oh look there's four people speaking and it's going to be an hour long uh event I'm just going to pick that up and I'm just going to set aside everything I'm doing right now. And I'm going to listen to this for an hour. It's like, that just doesn't, that is so unlikely. It's, it's almost zero chance. I just, I just never got the live stuff because of that. Like I just podcasting to me, the whole power of it is that I can finish my work. I can pick up my phone. I can put on a show exactly when I want and pick it up from the start, pause it when I need to, uh, pick it up again when I need to again, and that's it. It's on demand. That's the whole thing.
1: No, that that's a brilliant point. And it, it totally, without me thinking about it that way, it really sums up my feelings on it. Like, what a what a reactive way to live when the content you consume is just based on, you know, I happen to be on Twitter because they're doing it now too. They're doing an audio streaming thing or yeah, chat thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm just on Twitter, <laughs> which I hate anyway. You know, I hate the thought of anyone scrolling through that. Um, We're both and, just
0: moaning today. Yeah, it's
1: just turned in that van. But let me keep going because I've got more. So go, go, go you're, go, just, go. you're just sitting wasting your life scrolling through, mind number news feeds. And it just so happens that there's people <laughs> chatting on it too. So I'm going to tune into that and listen to some unedited live content. Again, not saying yeah. you might not find something good on there, but... Yeah, like yeah. you're saying if you're listening to even if even if your podcast recorded live at least there might have been some editing and that went and whereas if you're listening to some live you know the chances are they're welcoming new people coming in and that so what, what a what a really inefficient way to to consume content i
0: guess Yeah, totally um, yeah yeah it's like i think it's so much more hit and miss because there's less planning goes into it i mean i'm sure many people do plan the clubhouse rooms but because of the kind of um the if the dynamic nature of it, like bringing on bringing in audience members and and getting questions from the crowd and stuff like that, some of that like that can be you can get some gold from that for sure, but it's also like more hit and miss because you can't plan for so much of it. And I don't know, like when you've got to when you've got when you've got an hour like audio is quite a deep long thing so i'll allocate half an hour an hour to listen to a show so i would say the same for clubhouse like a lot of them are quite long rooms committing an hour of your life to something that's even if it's a 50 50 chance of being really good (laughs) that's still a pretty low i don't know it's a pretty low hit rate to waste an hour on potentially waste mm-hmm. every second hour that you spend on it you're wasting when at least with a podcast i can i i'm i'm sure there's a bit more planning goes into it there's pro- almost certainly more editing um and there's always the opportunity to ah uh, yeah this this episode's not hitting the mark for me so i'm just going to skip forward to the next one or skip over to a different podcast um and arguably you can do up clubhouse rooms too but then you're also going just, gonna to just get another 50 percent success if that so yeah, sorry. I d- I, yeah, <laughs> I've never quite got that that type of content. Although, um, some people do. So there must be value in it for for a certain type of person, which is fair. That's that's absolutely fine. Everyone different strokes for different folks and all that.
1: And I guess again, the same same principles apply. You know, if one of these if one of these uh, routes sounds like it might be worth your time, go for it. Yeah, uh, I would yeah, just yeah. caution against because. There are so many of them now, you know, I can't even think of them off the top of my head, but we've got Clubhouse, you know, we've got the, the Twitter version and um, Facebook, no doubt they like to to just do what everyone else is doing. And there'll be, yeah. there'll be 10, 10 more on top of that. So um, yeah. definitely don't, you know, if you get going with one of them, don't try and do all of them. Um, yeah,
0: I would I would argue that's I think that's a good point you just made there it's like if you if you're going to go into it make sure that you're doing it for a particular reason as in I think that I have a particular strength or a particular characteristic or a particular plan a particular format a particular type of show that is going to stand out and do well on this specific format so here's why I think I'm going to do well on live audio as opposed to pre-recorded audio. Um, as long as you have that plan, as long as you have that 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 hypothesis, you have a good idea of why it's going to work for you. As long as you have that, then go for it. But if the reason is FOMO, <laughs> it's just everyone else is doing it and it's the fancy new thing, then for sure um, think really careful about it. That's yeah, I'm a. a i am cool I think
1: <laughs> I'm a big fan of the the writer Cal Newport. So I've yeah, read a yeah. few of his books, and he's got a really good podcast called Deep Questions, which I highly recommend. Um, and his theory um, around like digital minimalism I really like because his mm-hmm. theory is that you know there's so many technologies out there that are available. Uh, there's so many apps. There's so many different types of software and stuff like that, and the default attitude around that is look at all this stuff I could use you know this thing has this benefit and this thing might be handy here and you know I could sign up to this because possibly it'll lead to this and his ideas like none of that instead what you want to do is start with your end goal which is you know this is what I do this is why I do it this is what I want to achieve and then you handpick the technologies that will lead to that outcome so you might say you know well, Facebook has a really good groups function uh, that would be really useful for this, and therefore I'm, you know, I'm going to use it um, in a limited sort of manner. It's not just like here are the forty different things I could sign up to and use, and I should try and you know juggle a bit of all of them because that just yeah. leads to just not being very good at anything and just constantly Indeed. being distracted. Uh, yeah, yeah, so
0: totally agree. Cool,
1: <laughs> good rants that that have been had. Indeed. In this.
0: I <laughs> um, you know, if you're out there listening we're we're not that cynical i don't know what I, yeah i'm just uh, feeling um there's a few things in the news recently i think have been uh, uh i don't know yeah that have got to me a little bit so yeah just it's good to talk it through though isn't it it's interesting to um yeah to get some perspective and certainly if any if you're out there listening and you have a completely different view on it i would love to hear about it um i'm definitely uh um strong views loosely held. So I'm I'm very much open to being uh, convinced the other way entirely on many of these things. Like uh if you think that it is really important the podcasts need to be RSS and only RSS, or uh you think that Apple should have a much bigger responsibility in the podcast space, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, let us know. Get in touch. Um you can get us on Twitter. It's probably the easiest way. Get us on the podcast host on Twitter and drop us a line and uh, we could talk about it in a future episode.
1: Yeah, you might just stumble across us doing a live chat thing. You could just uh, join yeah, in and spend yeah, an hour We'll be, total... to... <laughs> um, be total
0: hypocrites and we've jumped straight onto Clubhouse and uh, <laughs> done <read about>
1: <laughs> Um So fin- finishing, not that this hasn't been upbeat, but finishing on um, a <laughs> more positive note, if, if, if you like. Uh, so there are now over two million podcasts, aren't there? um so daniel puts out his his podcast stats recently doesn't he yeah yeah um yeah, indeed. But we went to two million that that must be a good few months ago now eh? because it really
0: yeah.
1: it really uh, was climbing up fairly rapidly because I, I sometimes you know I, I spend a lot of time updating old articles on our site and mm-hmm. um it's funny I'll, I'll come across one you know from a few years ago and it's like uh, because there, there are now 500 active podcasts in the world and uh now there's two million it wasn't obviously that low but you know it, it was um it was well under a million not that long ago yeah. so
0: yeah totally i mean last year 2020 was an explosion i think it i think it doubled through the year didn't it um or at least close to uh and, and there's the, the surprising part about that as well as you know you're talking earlier on about the um the number of podcasts that aren't on apple because they i think it was in again it might have been james from pod news pointed out that the podcast uh is it the podcast directory i'm getting all my names wrong this uh, today there's, I, the, no, there's the podcast, the podcast index. index podcast index that's the one yeah the pod that podcast index is kind of a an alternative uh, directory, isn't it, that aims to to index every single podcast in the world, and it supposedly has um, nearly three million, if not more than three million, podcasts listed on it. So, if if uh, Daniel's report there is from Apple Podcast specifically, so there's like hundreds of thousands, if not nearly a million, podcasts that aren't even listed on Apple Podcasts just now. Which is um, I get, again coming back to our old school roots. It's kind of fascinating to think that, but it's not surprising because of all the things we talked about. And the fact that yeah, people just don't know anymore. So yeah, it's cool.
1: There'll be um, there'll be tens of thousands of shows on YouTube that, as far as the creators concerned, is their podcast. But yeah, you know, it's yeah. a YouTube channel because it's not an RSS and it's video yeah. and stuff like that. So I, yeah. um that number feasibly could be like twice the twice the size. So
0: indeed (laughs) yeah it's good to see it continuing to grow really well though so yeah yeah definitely if you're out there running your podcast congratulations if you're running it at all however the heck you're running it um you deserve all the credit for doing that so yeah keep it up
1: uh and yeah we'll um put a link in the show notes as well to our stats article the podcasthost.com slash stats is where you'll get a wee look through all the no, I'm just scrolling through it now, you know. There's stuff on how many active podcasts, how yeah. many people listen to podcasts. Yes. Uh, how many people know what a podcast is? Not me, evidently. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've got so a ton of yeah. stuff
0: in there about um equipment as well, like what kind of equipment podcasters use, how people discover their shows. Kind of collated a bunch of different stats from different surveys in there, haven't we? So yeah, the podcasthost.com forward slash stats. Alrighty, will let do it for this week, Matthew.
1: Yeah, it's been a been a longer one, but I've I've enjoyed the chat. And we don't yeah. we don't often do stuff like this, you know. We we generally do something that deals with one particular like problem or issue or question, um, and try and give a bit of help and advice. But yeah, this stuff like this isn't. This isn't really advice. This is just our opinions, like you said before. Um, there'll be a lot of people listening to this that maybe disagree with literally everything we've said, and that's fine. It's yes, absolutely yeah. fine. It's it's good. You know, you don't want yeah. a you don't want a medium or an industry where everyone just agrees because it won't Indeed. get very far. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And like we've been talking about a bunch recently, we're tr- we're hoping to start putting out a bit more written content like this, aren't we? More industry analysis, more opinion um so to go along with our kind of education or how-to stuff so yeah i'm looking forward to getting that out um yeah can we have we got any dates we're hoping maybe to get something around start that start that over the next month or so aren't we we've got some ideas floating about just now
1: yeah definitely yeah stay tuned to the old uh, blog at the podcast host.com for that because there will be there will be some sizzling hot takes dropping your way. I won't be <laughs> writing them because I don't know that they do very well. But we'll get we'll get somebody who knows who knows their way around to do that. Yes, and, uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll enjoy them. <laughs>
0: Hi. <laughs> well thanks matthew um if you're out there listening if you're looking to start your podcast or you're looking to make your workflow much easier remember to check out ality ality is our uh, our podcast maker app it's what we designed years ago two years ago three years ago now um to help you edit your podcast because that was what you guys out there reading our website told us was the trickiest part of podcasting so we built a tool which became ality which edited a bunch of your uh, well I actually did some of the editing for you so it puts the music in it does the fades between the music and the voice it puts all the bits together so it puts all the different segments of your podcast together we've got a drag and drop episode builder that helps you put the whole episode together does all the cleanup as well so it does leveling noise reduction all that kind of stuff and then it helps you publish it direct to your host as well and like i said earlier we've added in call recording too so you can actually record your calls in there so you can do your interviews right into the app you can record your solo segments too, so the intros and your outros, um, and then it'll all be cleaned up, put into the editor. You can take out the mistakes, um, and it's all in one place. Do all your recording, editing, and uh, production all in one place, and then push it off to any of those great hosts we talked about earlier, like Buzzsprout, Captivate, uh, Castos, Transistor, all linked up. So. Yeah, check out Alitu, alitu.com, A-L-I-T-U.com. The aim of it is really to make it super quick, super easy for you to put your podcast together.
1: Yeah, and once uh, with... Alitu buys Spotify, which we've announced Aye. on this episode, you'll be able indeed, to indeed. listen to the Cheeky Girls' greatest hits from inside the Alitu <laughs> desktop as well, the Alitu dashboard. Yeah, so uh, keep, keep keep your ears open for that, if you like. <laughs>
0: That's exactly. I hope, uh, yeah, I hope uh, Mr. Mr. Eck is uh, happy with that announcement. Let go of the news for early, but never mind. <laughs> uh, cool, Matthew. Thank you very much. Good to catch up with you. And uh, looking forward to being in the same country as you in the not too distant future.
1: Yeah, it'll be good to good to get back out for a pint. I've um picked up a new game called Stargrave, which is like Frostgrave in space. Because before oh, nice. before you left the country and the whole apocalypse thing, we had this game of Frostgrave that we were planning to play, and we just never got round to it. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I've got Stargrave now, and I've I've got nice. some uh, Space Marines that I'm painting up. So, yeah. uh, I'll yeah. I'll learn the rules. Put a couple of uh, it's not warbands, it's crews, and it's not oh. a wizard. It's a it's a just a captain, I think. So yeah, frostgrave in okay. space for anyone who's familiar yeah. with that cult tabletop miniatures game.
0: Sounds cool. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish we'd got a game of that in before I left. But yeah, we'll make up for it. Especially if we come back and uh, I'll be living in a different location. I'll be a bit further apart. So we need to get together for uh, playing a couple of games every now and again, at least. And I know some of the others. Um, we've got a few new team members since um, since I was well, since we were last in the same office. Uh, that I know have a bit of a interest in tabletop gaming as well. So maybe might, might not just be the two of us
1: good stuff well we'll have a painting competition as well um <laughs> I, i'm colorblind so i won't win that but no um, here's just all a all those, weird <laughs> all those green beast men
0: yeah <laughs> cool all right matthew let's leave it there and uh, if you're out there listening thanks for bearing with us thanks for listening through i hope you got something out of this episode i, you found it, I hope you found it interesting um do pop over to thepodcasthost.com to keep up with everything else we do and we'll talk to you next time